Welcome, my friends, to the Embracing Darkness podcast. Um, I believe we're on episode nine, and I say that because I did a little bit of an interpreting the myth story with Rhiannon, and I didn't label it with an episode number. But technically, we're on episode nine. So welcome, and thank you for joining me. I am going to get really real and really raw with today's episode. Um, I've had some intentions about things I was going to share. Uh, I've been writing an episode on consent and um, getting ready to record it, but today I had a moment. Um, I had a very intense personal moment, and I felt like it was something that belonged here on the Embracing Darkness podcast. So I'm going to share that with you a little bit today. And so things may sound a little different or be in a different order than they typically are, although I'm going to try to follow the typical or the normal script that I use. So real quick, let me introduce myself. If you haven't listened to this podcast before, if this is your first time here with us, my name is Izzy Swanson, and I am a, I'm here to serve as your guide as you learn more about what darkness is and why it's important to embrace it. In my day-to-day professional life, I am a medical Reiki master and a psychopump or a soul guide. And I focus on healing the energy of trauma and the resulting soul wounds caused by that trauma by um, what it does to the body um, and working with the physical manifestations of that, such as anxiety and depression, autoimmunity, and adrenal fatigue. And that's just the basic of what I do. I do a lot of things and I wear many hats. Um, And this podcast, the Embracing Darkness podcast, um, is something that I created as a reward for my patrons, or I always get the word a little slurred because it's Patreon and we have patrons or patrons, but it's something that I created for my patrons on my Patreon account to allow them the opportunity to ask me questions and interact and engage with the podcast as we go along. Um, So if you wanted to check out a little bit more about what I do, I would check out um, Patreon and just look for Izzy Swanson and you'll see some options for guided meditations and online classes and Um, work with my book that I'm writing and the podcast itself. Um, And that's just an easy way to access a lot of the material that I'm providing, but not only the material that I'm providing, other great, amazing writers and artists um, are there and they're providing resources to the community in a very affordable way. So kind of segueing into the podcast itself, it's called Embracing Darkness, and it was created from this idea or my belief that we have to be balanced and centered and grounded in order to safely and comfortably thrive and enjoy interacting with the world around us. And this is especially true of those of us who are empaths or energetically sensitive. And this is compounded by my belief that in order to get to centered, grounded calmness, we first have to have a relationship with the earth and build a foundation from that. And we secondly have to embrace 
the darkness within ourselves and the darkness without uh, around us. And without those two components, I don't feel like we can have that centered, stable state. Um, and so what I'm hoping to do with this podcast is get to those darker parts. Um, so I've spent some time with the podcast over the past year kind of getting us geared up for the real work, so to speak, talking about what darkness is and um, how to work with darkness and some of the dangers of working with darkness and things you need to know before you work with darkness and kind of segueing into some of the myths of dark goddesses and um, talking about the energy of trauma. What I want to talk to you today about is anger. I want to talk about rage and hatred and anger, and I'm going to just get right into it. What I'm giving to you today is raw and exposed, um, and I'm and something that I feel intensely. And so I'm just going to get to it and share it and. Um, and get it out there, and hopefully it's something that is palatable. So rage, anger, hatred, a reality, a servicing monster, always, always with me. What would you say if I told you that every step I take and every choice I make is dictated by this monster, this beast, this wolf within? Most of the time these days, those steps and actions are somewhere in the realm of energy that is helping people overcome shame and trauma and pain, showing people that healing from embracing this reality that the monster is, that um, showing people that they can heal from embracing the monster that this reality is and that it's not going anywhere and that that's absolutely okay and that there's nothing about this monster um, that I call it. I call it a monster because it feels like that. There's nothing about this monster that makes us any less than worthy, any less than complete, or any less than deserving of equality. There is a grace in the reality of my anger, of the raw, unadulterated rage that flows in my veins, a purity without restraint, without boundaries, a sweet nectar of freedom. If I could just let it off its leash, if I could just let it find a target and become what I, what I know that no matter what, let it become the thing that it wants to become. But what I know, and what I meant to say, is that I know no matter what, I can never make anyone else a target. I, and because of that, because I know that I can never make anyone else a target, I become my own target, turning against myself. And in the past, that at least would have meant that I set myself to self-destruct. I would have believed that I deserved it, that my anger had caused me to hurt other people and to do things I wish I hadn't done. So I deserved to become the target, um, that there was something wrong with me for having anger, for having these feelings, for having these emotions, for having these reactions. And so I deserved to turn the anger towards myself and carry out self-destructive patterns and self-deprecation and allow a language of shame and guilt to spiral into my 
existence and my definition of my own personal reality. Anger, rage, hatred, a reality today as I woke up from disturbed sleep, triggered, and somehow the gate on my monster was unlatched inside of me. I spent my morning literally pacing on the verge of panting, needing some sort of release, knowing that something was surfacing. I wondered to myself, knowing now the things I know, what it would take for me to find a space of surrender, to get to the place where I could go to my goddess and let her guide me through this darkness. It's not like she wouldn't guide me through it if I ask her. It's like I wouldn't let her because sometimes I would rather let the rage and the anger dominate and dictate what I do than allow myself to be helped. And I know that I need to get to the place of surrender in order to calm and tame this monster inside of me. So instead of shame today, I choose acceptance. I choose surrender knowing that this is who I am in this moment. How do I feed this monster? How do I tame the beast? How do I return to the center of my being, the place where we are no longer at war to control each other? Today, I choose movement. I choose music. I choose Slipknot's self-titled debut album and set out for a fast-paced, brisk, walk, pushing myself to go faster, to release, as I listen to Corey Taylor serenade me, to serenade the darkness within me, a language that my monster responds to, a language that my monster understands. For 20 years, this album has been my go-to. 20 years, 10 years before I ever got clean, before I ever tried to understand myself, before I ever tried to grow. This album has been the place that I go to when my rage surfaces, singing to me about the push that makes me move, the voices that complain, the hate that surfaces, the purity of what others may not understand, the liberation of madness. And somewhere along this path, somewhere in this walk, in this push, with this music, my thoughts begin to shift and I find my mind wandering to gentle thoughts of things I love. With my sweat, I'm releasing. I ponder my reality, no longer denying the darkness, no longer needing to run from it, loving it for its truth. Wondering what you would think of me if you knew the truth about me. And in that moment, deciding to share that truth with you. Because, my friends, the truth is that we all have every justified reason for anger like this. For pain-fueled rage. We have been beaten, abused, taken advantage of, manipulated, shamed, abandoned, neglected. We have been made somehow to feel like we are the ones that bear the responsibility for the reasons this happened to us. And we are the ones bearing the responsibility for fixing the people and the things that did this to us. 
of course we're going to have anger. Of course we're going to be hurt. Of course we're going to feel rage. Of course we're going to hate the people that did this to us and the reasons why it happened. It's a natural reaction to what has been done to us. It's the energy of your heart breaking. And there is nothing wrong with you for having it. There is nothing wrong for feeling it. There is nothing wrong for the existence of anger, the manifestation of pain, because somebody hurt you. Because somebody made you believe things about yourself that made you feel like you were less than or unworthy of love. Because somebody did something to make you less than equal. There's nothing wrong with feeling this, with knowing this. Because the anger is an extension of the pain of the piece of you that was loved or wanted love and was broken. It's the very essence of the core need that we have as humans. And the only responsibility you have now is to yourself, to loving the brokenness of the pain, to filling in the cracks where the anger slips through, to letting it know maybe you're okay to letting it know that instead of running from it or trying to change it or making it into something different, you're going to stay here with it for a moment and give it what it needs. You're going to acknowledge it and maybe even let it walk the walk for a moment just to let it know that you love it and that you embrace it and that together as one being, you're going to make it through. And maybe, just maybe, somewhere in there, we make the choice with the responsibility that we have given to ourselves to help and guide others through their own anger and through their own darkness. But that's not a requirement. But for me it is. Because to me, that's what I have. That's all I have left to expose this healing within me with every word that I speak, I heal. With everything that I share, I heal. And even if I speak it and you never hear it, my catharsis happens. It happens on this paper. It happens when my voice speaks. When my voice sings the song of my darkness, I heal. Now, Izzy, you're promoting anger. No, I'm not promoting anger. I'm promoting acceptance of self, of reality, and freedom. Freedom from shame. Freedom from unworthiness. Because no matter what, we cannot use our pain as a justified means for lashing out at others. We must find release instead. Instead of trying to change, Find release in words, in exercise, in music, in a punching bag, on a martial arts mat, in giving, 
and healing and helping others find their voice, find a conduit in writing. Find a release. Learn the heart song that sings your monster back to its center. Just don't try to hide from yourself and don't try to shame yourself and don't try to separate yourself from yourself because what it's really all about is love. Because even that anger and that monster that you feel like could hurt other people, that you feel like could hurt yourself, that you feel like might destroy something, that monster needs you to say, you know what, I love you. This beast is a part of you. And what I know is my truth is that no matter what I do, I am never any farther today than I was the day I got clean from this monster taking over and taking control. And it takes control when I don't acknowledge it and give it what it needs. When I act like I'm not angry, when I act like rage and hatred does not exist, I give it power to take control over me, just the same way as I would with my addiction, which for me is an extension of my pain and my anger. I can never pretend that today I wasn't a drug addict 10 years ago. I can never pretend that today I wouldn't use, because somehow I'm healed and better, from something that is part of me and has always been a part of me. I can never pretend to be in a place where this doesn't exist anymore because it is always going to be there. And I am lucky enough and blessed enough for whatever reasons, whatever work I put into it, whatever I did Whatever gods have been looking out for me, I'm lucky enough and blessed enough to have many more days in this world where I can look gratefully at the blessings that I have in my life and have fun and enjoy what I have. But I wouldn't have it if I didn't give the monster its place. If I didn't embrace it and accept it and love it and acknowledge it for what it is. So yeah, I woke up angry. I woke up pacing. I woke up ready to do something. I don't even know what, but I had a need. And I know now that it doesn't have to be something that's wrong with me. I know now that it doesn't have to be something that I let destroy me or destroy others. I found healing in my own pain. I've found peace and I found calm. And hopefully, I found a way to share something that might be a gift to someone else. Hopefully, my darkness can be someone else's hope. And so that's where I'm at today. And that's what I have to share with you. And this is darkness and this is what it's like to embrace darkness this is the truth of it and i'm hoping that putting my heart here exposing it for you to see for better or for worse bring some sort of clarity and peace 
And I hope that as I embrace my own darkness today, that maybe you can too. And for a moment, I take a deep breath. And I release. I surrender and I accept. May you find peace in your day as well. Now, I can't end this podcast without taking a moment to give a shout out to the entrepreneurs that support the podcast and that hopefully I am in turn supporting Um, on the Embracing Darkness podcast, or I'm sorry, on the Patreon account. um, I have a rewards level for, I used to be $15 a month, but now I do it for $10 a month, where I will promote any wellness practitioner or pagan entrepreneur um, who's providing a service to the community and give a shout out to your business and direct people back to your website and your webpage. And hopefully we can build community in this way. So the first person that I'd like to promote today is my dear friend, Jared Mallory, who is a Reiki master and a channeler of angelic guidance, um, which has been extremely healing and enlightening for me personally. Um, We've worked together um, for well over a year now um, with angel magic and angel channeling, which is another facet of the work that I do. And he is located in Houston, Texas. You can find his website. I'm sorry, he's still working on his website, but you can find him on Instagram at Tenshi Kokoro Healing. And that is T-E-N-S-H-I-K-O-K-O-R. Healing. And you can find his email. You can contact him if you'd like to do some work with him. And if you're in the Houston area or you want to do distance healing at tenchikhealing at gmail.com. And our next entrepreneur is the amazing Vivian Armstrong and family, Taryn and Chris, from Lancey Sky Travel. They are a spiritual travel agency providing spiritual experiences on pilgrimages to sacred sites in many different places throughout the world, including Ireland, Wales, and I believe they're gearing up for France. Um, And so they will facilitate this for you in a group setting or an individual setting and help you plan a trip. Vivian has an extensive knowledge of sacred sites um, and has mind-blowing resources to provide for you. But she also hosts an online conference series of eight conferences throughout the year called A Year with Our Gods. And we just completed the um, Caridon and Kaliak conference this past Saturday. Um, we've had conferences, or she has had conferences and hosted conferences on um, the Morrigan and the Dagda, the Tuatadanan, Blodiawith, and many other gods, in addition to hosting classes on domestic violence and other community awareness events. And in the coming year, I would check out her website at Land Sea Sky Travel or find her on Facebook or find her on Instagram, all under Land Sea Sky Travel, because she'll be hosting more online conferences 
including ones um, about the heroes or heroes and ungods, which will cover people like Cullen and Maeve, and um, she'll have one on magic. And there's there's a lot coming up in the future, but I would definitely check out her website and stay connected with her because she's going to be providing more resources resources as we go along. That's my entrepreneur shout out for today. You can find me at transformationreiki.com. That's the easiest and best way to find me. Everything that I do has a link to it somehow in some form or fashion on the website. And I'm now providing a free guided meditation when you sign up for the newsletter. I'm hoping to generate um, more of a following on the newsletter and um, move away from relying so much on social media for communication. So if you'd like to follow me and know more about what I do, please sign up for the newsletter. That's the best and easiest way to get information. You can find me on patreon.com backslash backslash Izzy Swanson and on Facebook under Izzy Swanson Phalicon Ministry. And I'm also on Twitter um, for, under the handle heel in the dark. Um, and you can find this podcast now on SoundCloud and on YouTube and on iTunes. So just search for the Embracing Darkness podcast. Um, and I believe that's all I have for you today. So thank you for sharing your space and time with me during the holiday season.